0: Welcome back to Don't Call a Book Club. My name is Luke. The name's Dan. Today we are returning to an all-time favorite Mm. series. Um, We're returning to the Red Rising series, book four. So make sure you've read the first three, of course. Mm -hmm. Uh, This one is Iron Gold. We're playing the hits. We're playing the hits this summer, (laughs) Luke. (laughs) <laughs> a lot a lot of a lot of favorite series which has been nice it's been quite nice mm-hmm. um the other thing that has been nice that that we mentioned off pod is that we did this one in thirds um slowing down the pace a little bit get taking our time been a little bit a little bit a little bit more casual than than the past month or so mm-hmm. um since we're since we're since we're going slow on the reading, we got to get warmed up. Of course, of course. Uh, I've got a little rant for you. Mm, hit us with the rant, Luke. Okay, and I think that you're gonna love this one. Actually, I'm excited. This is gonna be this is gonna be so relatable to you because it's about vegetarianism. Ooh, which I am not a a vegetarian. Um, however, my uh, my partner is, which means that when at home. I eat vegetarian and I I have a lot of the I don't know ex- experiences. Right. And they just um, they just
1: judge you super harshly at all times.
0: Well, this <laughs> exactly. Yes. Uh which is somewhat somewhat uh relevant for my rant today. Uh-huh. Um which is boiled down in a nutshell, do not ask people why they are vegetarian. Uh There's well, like,
1: I, okay, tell me more.
0: If if you are not a vegetarian yeah. and someone um that you know is, mm-hmm. un like <laughs> do not ask them why you are a vegetarian or why they are a vegetarian. Because th- there's just no good way that conversation will go. Yep. Unless you, the person asking, yep. is like I don't know, like, super. I, I I don't even know because
1: because here's the thing. Why does it go badly, Luke? Because I've had this conversation with so many people.
0: <laughs> if it's if it's like a health thing, mm-hmm. it's fine, but it's also like it's none of your business. First off, right. But the most the more common one, and the ones that is relevant for us, yep, is that it's like, yeah, I don't want to eat meat uh for either the like animal welfare thing or for the sustainability thing yeah um and if that's the case there's just no way to answer the question without like without being having like the sense of being judgmental Uh you know what i mean oh for sure whenever this is asked and it and the response is you know because I, i i i don't know i i don't want to hurt animals let's say let's Mm -hmm. say that's the response Mm -hmm. then it's basically like hey yeah fuck you dude you kill animals (laughs) uh you can't respond correctly to it luke i'm gonna flip this though because
1: i don't think that that's i i've always tried to i try to imagine myself from the person who's asking the questions perspective because it's like any answer i give it's like hey yeah I do it, yeah, for ethical reasons, essentially. It boils down to an ethical choice. You're like, I think it's the right thing to do. And unless you asking the question disagree ethically, like on the, either the climate point or the animal like welfare point, then you just kind of, I imagine, feel like an asshole because you're like, oh, yeah, I, I do care about animal welfare and also the climate, but not enough to actually do anything about it so right good for you but i'm gonna keep doing the thing i don't know i i just feel like why would you ask the question like think for a second why like what their answer might be and then realize like oh yeah i don't really want to be confronted with the fact that like i don't want to do that even though i think it's the right thing to do
0: right exactly like (laughs) exactly there's no benefit to asking stop asking i know i know and the conversation
1: always ends there the conversation is like oh why are you vegetarian and it's like because i you know it's an easy ethical choice you know and they're like oh yeah okay cool how long have you been vegetarian (laughs) is usually the second question
0: (laughs) right right there's just it's just there's no there's no good there's no useful like way that that conversation can go.
1: I I think right? the only useful way it can go is like why are you vegetarian and then you explain it and they're like oh yeah okay, I guess I should do that too. Like that's
0: the only that's, ne-
1: that's never happened it you're right. it has never happened, but I feel like that's the only reason you should ask the question is if you legitimately don't know any reasons why anyone would be vegetarian. Do you know what I mean <laughs> right if you if you have no clue, if you're just like, wait, you don't eat meat, tell me more because otherwise right. you know the reasons why most people are vegetarian. You just are choosing
0: right. not to right. <laughs> Yeah, which like, like like to be clear, I I don't want to be judgmental, right? I'm I'm actually I do eat meat. Right, I don't eat some degree, but I'm going to answer honestly um, for why I'm like, vegetarian. I can't, I can't answer this without being judgmental. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. No, I I, I, I knew that you would have had that experience before, um, so many times, dozens of
1: times. People like literally everybody. When they learn I'm vegetarian, it's the first thing they ask. And it's like, come on. Like, I'm going to tell you honestly, and you're probably going to feel a little bad. And I'm going to feel a little bad. But not that bad, because you fucking asked. So, I'm going to tell you.
0: (laughs) Right. Right. Okay. I'm glad we could do this. Mm. All right. Very relatable, Luke. Very relatable rant. I hadn't even thought about that. Get me worked up. (laughs) (laughs) Got you worked up, which is good, because now we can talk about the book. Like I said, Iron Gold, um, a third of the way through, which is we stopped at chapter 21. Mm -hmm. And I, man, I wish I could say it's good to be back, Dan. It's tough to be back, Luke. (laughs) It's really (laughs) tough here. Because here's the thing. uh, Great read. I'm moving through the pages quick. Mm -hmm. It's not, things are looking bad, though. It's not a fun read, is it? not so far not so far i i
1: do want to i do want to address this real quick and you know i think things get set up in the beginning of this book the the present looks pretty bleak right like mars the reds on mars are in slums essentially with like less hope than they had under the society um there is like big organized crime a lot of low colors feel like things are worse than they were before um Mm -hmm. and specifically there seems to be a lot of like like free market economics that's driving a lot of this terrible stuff that's happening Mm, okay it sounds like you know this this emblem that's stamped on everything this quicksilver emblem that's stamped on like everything they're creating this like sugary beverage that they're pushing on people that gives them cavities they're providing the like plastic sheeting to build their shanty tents and they're like taking over the mines like i think from our perspective it seems like obviously we should have accounted for this when we made our revolution like obviously we don't want someone else taking advantage of these people but like nobody like darrow and virginia and the people in charge i don't think they could have anticipated that this would happen like they have been living under a specific form of government for so long that expecting them to anticipate like oh yeah free market capitalism is going to have a lot of problems we we're going to need <laughs> to deal with i think we need to give them a little bit of a pass here for how things have deteriorated
0: do you know what i mean okay yes i, mean, I for that part of it sure i i think that's true um i don't really I, I agree with you that that part is causing big issues i i don't know if i think that it's like the biggest issue, though. Mm. Okay. Okay. I. I mean, unless you're putting in like, I don't like not paying your workers well as part of that, which would be fair. I. I feel like on. so on Mars specifically, it's like okay, this is just like weird terrorism, slash like, I don't know, a war. <laughs> yes.
1: It feels like terrorism to me
0: yeah um it just it seems like mars specifically just like needs more attention but it seems like most places are like this yes Yes. i think mars
1: in particular is like this because they i think they have the biggest population of reds and the reds are like the lowest class citizens um Mm -hmm. but like I don't know. It feels like everywhere is pretty. It feels like they didn't really help. You know what I mean? Like we're,
0: we're seeing <laughs> okay, a lot yes. of
1: tiers of society where people are like, "Yeah, this doesn't feel much better," or right, and in some cases, yes. this feels worse than before.
0: Yes, this this something like this is my first note, where it's just like, okay, I I just didn't want it to be this depressing right out the gate. Yeah, like so. I just kept reading it like I don't know super closely um, just like trying to find a way that it was better like when we when I was reading I think her name is Lyria Uh the the red girls chapters I was just like come on please please say it was better just please say it's now better in some way please come on no and I don't think she ever did and it's tough the the line that i think of the line that i think of
1: is where it's like at the end of the first chapter that we get introduced to her and she's talking about how like no one wants to be a hell diver anymore hell divers don't even exist anymore and it's just mm. like oh like a hell diver was what darrow was like aspiring to that was what could give him some like hope and like something to look forward to and they don't even have that anymore it just doesn't exist right. that's that was terrible. For me, that was the encapsulation of like how much worse things have potentially gotten. Like, the, from, from an on-the-ground perspective of one of these Reds, it does seem like things are worse. Like, it, it just... There's like chaos and uncertainty and like no hope that anything's gonna get better. And at least, like... I get that we're in a transition phase. But at least when they're underground, they had, like, hope. Like, the individual experience of a red underground was, like, like, somewhat fulfilling. Like, yes, it was hard. But there was, like, hope that what they were doing mattered. And, like, yeah, it was all a lie. But even after it was revealed that it was a lie, like, I don't know. They still had something to do? Now it just feels like they're waiting to get... Either To either starve to death or, like, get shot by terrorist groups. And I don't know. There's just no hope. And the parallels, too, right? Like, the Lyria's sister, who has to, like, sleep with a guard to get shoes. That happened in the mines as well. Like, that was going on. Like, their lives, like, the day-to-day stuff feels very similar. It's just there's more chaos now. Like you don't have any certainty or hope. It's just who knows what's going to happen.
0: Yeah. I, I agree with you on this. Um, I mean, maybe it's just, it was much easier to romanticize the life of a red Mm -hmm. when they were in the mines. Yes. And it's like impossible to romanticize it in this circumstance. Um, so 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 yes the vibes the vibes feel worse for sure with the reds um maybe i i I don't know when i was going to get to this but i think this is the appropriate time i i feel like i'm kind of anti darrow i know (laughs) darrow is
1: spiraling darrow is quickly spiraling right now um Right. Yeah. Tell us and more. I, yeah. Just, tell us more.
0: I'm not sure if I, if I should be. Like, I I can't tell if the book is leading me, to to do this, and Darrow is eventually going to like realize that he's messing up, or if we're just going to get Darrow is right all along, because th- that's kind of how I felt in the previous trilogy, where. Darrow would be doing a lot of things. um, And he just like always ended up, well, maybe I shouldn't say always, but like generally ended up being like right. Yeah. This. So the specific thing is that Darrow is pushing for like finish, like just completely focusing on finishing the war. And Dancer and his other opponents are basically like, as I interpret it being like, we need to focus on like what we have now. And like, I come down on that side considering what I'm reading on Mars.
1: Yes. Yes. I think in context of Mars and also Darrow seems to be like burning obsidians like the golds did right. Darrow seems to not respect The humanity in people anymore. And that like. Like his actions directly caused a million people to die. And he did that against orders. So like those are all on him at that point. Right. Like he seems very blinded by his pursuit of. Defeating the Ash Lord. And like quote unquote finishing the war. But as Dancer reveals during the Senate. Like speech he hasn't conquered any of these places. Like there is still resistance. Even on Mars, there is resistance. So like, you're not ever going to win the war. It seems like, and I'll push back. I think I'm going to push back a little bit in the past. Like in the first three books, Darrow usually ended up on the right side of things, but I think Mm. he did have moments where he's like, is this the right thing to do? And occasionally was like confronted by one of his friends saying like, no, dude, you're really messing up right now and had a moment to like rethink what he was doing. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm coming down on that side of things right now where I'm hoping Darrow's going to like get to Venus and realize like, what am I doing here? Yeah, (laughs) like I'm hoping he goes back to Mars and like tries to fix some of these problems Through means other than like killing people but i'm not holding out a lot of hope for darrow right now
0: right i i'm not either i mean especially with this like darrow's skill set is not in the like fixing things with economic principles right right like i i feel like the alternative for darrow is to hunt down the leaders of the what is it the red hand or something like that mhm yeah i like I, f- I feel like that's what he should be doing I, I again not to say that that's like the thing the thing that most needs doing because there are just other people that would be better at like i don't know solving all you know, all the like economic issues that you were talking about earlier yeah. and just like yeah i don't know
1: <sighs> i mean I think Darrow puts it well himself when he talks about that dancer turned him into a weapon and that's just like what he is. And he feels like that's all he can be. And yet the moment where he is like revealing what his big plan is. I was so disappointed because Darrow's like, Hey, we're going to avoid going to prison so we can murder the the head of a foreign state who is trying to sue for peace. (laughs) <laughs> that our government is currently tra- like trying to negotiate peace with me a rogue general is going to try and kill the head of the other state like like darrow this is terrible you this is like right. active treason like before i get it you thought you were doing what was right you should probably step down from the military from the military but right now you're doing like active treason
0: right when you when you describe what he wants to do in like neutral descriptive terms it's like oh that sounds that sounds bad actually sounds pretty bad
1: yeah he's like undermining his country's negotiations so dramatically
0: right just because he's like no i don't think he's suing for P i don't think it's i know him i've never I, i know him really well totally like super well. Yeah, yeah, and
1: I also know that everyone in our government is an idiot and can't see when they're being <laughs> tricked. Dude, you're talking to Dancer, all right? These people <sighs> know the deal. They understand how this works. I know. And Darrow's know. just ah oh, man. Darrow is so disappointing right now. I am
0: bummed out about Darrow. First, first, third, we're bummed about Darrow. Um. Ah. Uh. I, I, I don't want to do, I don't want to do stick on that too much. Um, since we're, since we're here on like government stuff, mm-hmm. actually, mm-hmm. there's a little bit of a line about the representation in this government. Yep. And so first off, it seems like they have essentially ado- adopted, ah, where they have essentially adopted some form of democracy.
1: Yes. There are representatives, it and sounds like. hmm
0: and one person mentions that there is a little bit of a debate on whether it should be like like the Senate or the House, essentially. Correct. Yep. Where should it be each color gets the same amount of representatives or should it be based on population? Yep. And I, how do we feel? Where, where are we landing on this? I mean, it seems like population should
1: matter, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes okay yes and the only reason it sounds like the only reason they didn't do that was that the golds would have like no power anymore right and like i don't know maybe they should have a much smaller role
0: now i so okay i do think that there is a bit of a danger with this where (laughs) i i would think that everyone freaking hates the golds yeah right Sure, And so I could see a world in which I, th- I think the numbers that they spout is something like for every gold senator, there'd be like 500 red senators or something like that. Okay. yeah, I could see it, I could see a circumstance where we're we're having some human rights violations against golds. Mm-hmm. However I, we're, we're already doing that with all of the other colors, yep, and like I'm not advocating that. Against the golds, it's just like uh, it seems like it's not counting nor the others. Uh huh. Yep. And I,
1: it does sound like dancer is like using the tools of politics to rally other colors to his side of like, hey, low colors are still having a bad time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. So it does sound like this is being used somewhat effectively, but. Yeah, like, just considering the numbers of these colors that are dying in military conflicts, how should—why, why, why would it be equal representation? Why? Because, like, in the vote, you should have more representation for the vast majority of people who are going to fight this war, right? Like, golds, it's like one in every 500 is a gold. And yet, in the Senate, you, they're voting like, yeah, 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 keep going to war, Yeah, (laughs) maybe my cousin will die but like the reds it's like yeah like my whole family is going to this freaking war like I'm done with it and the obsidians too it's like they're all dying ah yes it's too much they're still it still seems like they're valuing the colors they're just providing a little bit of like a relief valve for the reds
0: yeah yeah I I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to. It's a tough. It's a tough start. It's a tough start to the book. It is a tough start. Here's the deal, Luke. You're worried about you're
1: worried about human rights violations. Give me a strong constitution and uh, an oversight board. (laughs) Obviously, you wouldn't you wouldn't put somebody on this oversight board for life. Give them like an 18 year term. But like that way they can tell if
0: Uh, you uh, you don't think you don't think for life. No, there's a lot of problems, I think, with that okay okay i don't know no i think you, i think you certainly limit it to nine people though right
1: nine is the magic number
0: that's max that's yeah can't go any max can't go anymore men, so correct um, yeah okay i think that's true but yeah strong
1: give me a strong constitution that everybody agrees to <laughs> up front and then it's like okay now gold's look but you had fun for a long time
0: you can't do it anymore yeah well, you guys can make a lot of money playing basketball. That's your new role. You're gonna love it. <laughs> right? Because like I there's not in a in an advanced society like we're going for like we would want, mm-hmm. the like superiority that the golds have is not as relevant. No, not at all. So we don't need we don't need them to be in charge. All of the golds are like, yeah, we obviously obviously we need to make all the decisions because we're better and you know, are just natural leaders and they wouldn't know what to do. You can't yeah,
1: can't trust them.
0: <sighs> okay. I, I worry that I worry that we're going to rant too much about this. Okay. Um, can we talk about a small thing that's up with this society? Sure, yeah. Luke,
1: you are a designer. You're a designer, an engineer. You're responsible. I think they're oranges in this world. The oranges of the engineers. I think and there's so. a there's a new law passed, and the new law is like, hey, for the benefit of everybody, we're gonna design some new public transit systems. And they're Ooh, like, this. they're like Luke, we need you to design a train car, including uh, seating for everyone. Ooh, how? are you going to design public transportation or any kind of common mode of transportation for people in a society where people's size varies so much
0: <laughs> right okay I, so the so the main the main ones are obsidian and gold the
1: big you're talking about the big boys
0: the, the, the big boys. Yeah. And then I think everyone else, I think that there's probably some size differentiation, but it's like within reasonable limits. I think. Yeah.
1: Okay. 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 But there's a few issues here too, because not only do you have big size differences between like obsidian and red, for example, mm-hmm. depending on where you grew up, you're different dimensions. So people who grew up on like lighter Ooh. gravity planets are naturally taller than people who grew up on like stronger gravity planets Mm, so you not only have just volume but you have dimensional changes that are different (laughs) okay do you know what i mean what are these what is how are you how are you designing this
0: i mean i think i don't i think trains might be the easier one because, like, you're just going to have to separate it by car.
1: Oh, that doesn't feel good, does it?
0: I, I know it doesn't, but... <laughs> that doesn't feel good at all, does it? <laughs> it doesn't feel great. No, certainly not. All right, you, you come um, back with that design and the Senate's like, what is this bullshit? Get this segregation <laughs> out of here, please. Uh, man, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Do we just go one big bench? One big bench. So I okay. First off, in this we're we're making things nicer than this. I'm not sitting on a bench for eight hours. Okay, Luke, help me then. Help me. Give me. Give me. <laughs> Whatever. Um. <laughs> help me we're help just, you. We're Luke. Just, here, I feel like you could. With this level of technology that I assume they have, Mm -hmm. have a little bit of customizability where it's like, this can be two chairs or one big chair. Oh, there's like a little lever or a button? You just press this button. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. So, mm, I like how you just said, how do we fix this? Two chairs, double chair size. (laughs) problem solved um although it is very appealing um is this free or does everybody have to get a ticket and if you have to get a two chair ticket is it more expensive than a one chair ticket
0: no no i don't think so
1: oh okay just same price same price same price can a red same
0: obsidian pays the same price as a red is what i'm is what i mean by this okay
1: so then here's the issue luke i'm a red i want to curl up and have a little nap i don't want to sit in my seat i'm hitting a button i'm putting two seats together and having a little snooze on the train
0: no you can't you can't do this
1: oh interesting <laughs> interesting i think the senate might be rejecting your proposal again
0: <laughs> okay Some at some point people have to be reasonable though people have to people have to go to the meeting and the engineer is like guys i i it's a tough issue this is the solution we're coming up with. Sure. There's going to be some complaints. Find a better solution and I'll, and maybe I'll do it. If you that's, can't, Luke, this is what we're doing. That's your job.
1: Your job is to find the better solution. Okay. You can't put I know, it back. I know. On this
0: is it. This is the one. I don't like it. If you, if you've given me the job of finding the best one, then let me, let me do the job. Right.
1: Can I, can I make a Unless proposition? Like, can I make a proposition? Sure. Bean,
0: sure. bean bags, bean bags. Okay, <sighs> bean bags for one. Bean bags for all. Can we do bean bags for those who want them?
1: Uh, no, because then what? Are, the we're, we have a problem. I don't want a bean bag. Actually, I don't want a bean bag. Okay, but we have to design a form of. Where's, we have to design something for ever that everyone can interface with. Okay, where's where's my lumbar support, Dan? <sighs> Maybe you can inflate it in special
0: ways. I don't know. <laughs> what I'm saying is, how about Luke... this? How about this? Okay, here's the here's the fix. Everyone gets a certain, like one ticket buys this square footage. Mm-hmm. You can customize that based on whatever whatever preferences. <laughs> Luke, you this is insane. This is insane. What? This is insane. Here's, here's I'm an obsidian. Uh, I'll just do a chair. That works for me. It's fine. Does that looks, mean you're bringing like the chair? chair? No, 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 no. You're not bringing the chair. There's certain subsets that you can choose. Okay. Okay. As I, as I go to buy my ticket, it's like, uh, okay, one ticket. How would you like that space uh, situated? I'm an obsidian. I'm going. I'm clicking the one chair button. If I'm a red, sure. I'll take I'll take a smaller chair and uh, what am, what am I looking for? Oh, a little a little desk, a little side table. A, l- a little a, l- a little desk. I want to take some meetings.
1: Ooh, ooh.
0: Okay, I do like this.
1: I was also kind of going this route where the inside of the train is just bare floor and you bring whatever you want to sit on. <laughs> you know what I mean? You buy a ticket okay. that gets you on the train, and who the, the train people are responsible for saying, like, this train can hold six obsidians or 15 this is, reds. This is,
0: the, this is the worst of all worlds.
1: And then you just bring <laughs> whatever you, you want with you to the station and set it up in the
0: car. This is, this is like you went out and we're like, what's the worst solution <laughs> that we could do? How is this the worst? <laughs> <laughs> it's chaos in there people are people are dying for some sure. say
1: some say chaos others say democracy
0: okay okay <laughs> uh, good point let the sure. people let the people decide let the people decide in each in each individual train car mm mm-hmm. you get what you get. i i don't anticipate any issues no notes no notes for this um <laughs> The issue
1: becomes, though, when you have to have some kind of restraints, like when you're in a spaceship and you're designing a seat for a spaceship Mm. Mm -hmm. because like they got to be securely fastened in. This is like a roller coaster. Imagine you're designing a roller coaster for this for this society. How how are you designing restraints that can both hold an obsidian and a red? Oh, I I figured it out, actually.
0: It's it's, it's just tightening (laughs) the seatbelt a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tightening the seatbelt so that it can fit both a person with a fist (laughs) the size of a small dog and somebody who's like barely bigger than a small dog. (laughs) Right. I did figure out the solution, though, and that is just every seat is obsidian sized. And if you want to take a ride as a red, you have to make an obsidian friend and they just hold you.
0: Or, or you have to. It doesn't have to be an Exidian friend. You need multiple friends that are big enough.
1: Okay, so you can all fit and squeeze in.
0: Right. This feels good. Actually. It's like, hey, hey, I, I want to ride the roller coaster, but I haven't. Everyone's busy today. Uh, I need to find a random person to ride this with me. Otherwise, I'm going to fall out. Think, of, think of, think of the. Think of the sitcom situations. It, think of I, the new friends. I think th-
1: this is how this is how Dara met Ragnar, right? I don't remember the details, but I'm pretty sure this is how Dara met Ragnar.
0: I do. I do think so. Ugh, it's been a while since I've read it. However, this sounds this sounds familiar to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Solved. Okay. There we are. Yep. Yep. I'm fine with it. Actually, I think we got there. Okay um we've talked a little bit about obsidians here and i just want to say why why are we like making obsidians this way uh i don't know how to say this without being uh uh it's okay it's a fictional book i'm not going to worry about this yeah no we can't we can't do obsidians anymore (laughs) whoa luke (laughs) sorry why? Why did we make them psychos? Why? When the golds were making obsidians, mm-hmm. I don't remember if this how it happened or how much, how much, uh, how many liberties they took with the design. Um, Cause it sounds bad. But if you're going to make like a group of people that are like, these are going to be the best fighters. They're going to be enormous. Uh, yeah. Yeah. If someone is like, hey, should we make them absolutely psychotic, bloodthirsty cannibals? Like, I'm gonna make them friendly, actually. Because I could see the other one going poorly, and yeah, it's gone very poorly. Okay. I'm gonna. There's a couple
1: things wrong with this. The first, you're not making them friendly, Luke. Their goal, your goal is to make a bunch of bloodthirsty killers. Your goal is not to make a big, cuddly best friend, okay? So I think in the design process, you're not going to be like, yeah, 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 make them friendly for sure. These big, strong (laughs) guys I want on the front lines
0: make them super friendly. No. Well, okay, the thing is with this, though, you're not, like, fighting external wars, right? It's not an arms race against an alien species. If you're, like... it's like we're fighting each other let's put a freaking cap on these obsidians because it's gonna go bad
1: Nah, i don't i don't think so especially because (laughs) luke they're like being created in special labs right
0: i i feel like yes i don't know probably
1: so the the obsidian that's in our heist crew was created in a special lab on earth
0: wait Wait, you mean each one is being created in a special no, no,
1: no, no. lab? No, 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 no. There are labs dedicated to like making, like what no, I assume I, are I like see. upgraded obsidian. Oh, are so there? I didn't in our this. yeah, in our heist crew, the obsidian that's in our heist crew, and I don't, I think her name is like Vola or something like that. Um, uh-huh. she was created in a lab on Earth, and that's why she's like slightly smaller than other obsidians. Okay. And my point with this is just, everyone's trying to make crazier obsidians, I think. I think that there is an arms race because, yeah, if the crazy dude who ran Mars comes out with, like, Obsidian 2 that's even crazier than the current obsidians, he's going to own everything.
0: I don't think this is true, though. I don't think they have to be crazy.
1: Well, okay. I say crazy. I just mean, like, better. In every way. Now, Luke, the second thing I want to say about this is that, like, they aren't all crazy.
0: Um, yes. So, like,
1: Sefi is is the leader of some, like, some senators. Some, like, obsidian senators who are, like, participating into this Republican process. There are pirates who are crazy, but it's not all of them. There's just, like, a lot of them. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> there's a there's a <laughs> quite a disproportionate amount of them yes
1: mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. because
0: because they're we're forcing them into a childhood of like horrifying mythical scenarios yeah to make them crazy
1: yeah or at least like let's super not super uh idealistic
0: maybe yeah let's, get, let's i don't know let's like they can have martial training, but also, like, let's just be nice to them. <laughs> They'll still fight. I don't know. The other, there's other soldiers. They still fight. Obsidians are just better because they're bigger and stronger. We don't have to do the the psychotic stuff.
1: Okay. Um, I I will say it sounds like the Republic has has changed that. It sounds like the Republic is like, yeah, we're not
0: doing that psycho
1: stuff yes i i i agree
0: i think i'm more i'm more questioning the
1: the golds. like how did the golds get away with this for this long right yeah i don't know i don't know at all i think i mean the obsidians were successful for a long time uh, and they were terrifying
0: right i mean i mean yes
1: so it was kind of working i i
0: I think that we're not making enough of a distinction here between the physical physically terrifying just by nature of them being enormous and really good fighters. I think that I think it's sufficient.
1: You don't think that just because they're big, they're going to be good fighters.
0: No, no. I'm saying we can get that same level of success. Oh, I see. Just with the fact that they're like physically good fighters. (laughs) I don't think that we may need to make them terrifying. Yeah, but I just think like the intimidation factor is, is valuable.
1: <laughs> you know, I'm not I'm leaving if I hear the obsidians are coming. Sure,
0: I'm sure. out. I, I my guess is just that there were there were probably a decent amount of of young golds that were like, man, I don't know, I don't know about the way that we're raising these obsidians. I, I feel like it could go wrong, and they just got called pixies and kicked out of the institute. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> that okay. sounds about right.
1: Um, A little note here. A small little note. Cassius, who is our tragic kind of space firefly slash cowboy bebop adventurer. Um, mm-hmm. They get captured and he's like, "Ah, oh, man, they can't know who I am. Give me the mask. And they're like, oh, the mask. Are you sure? He's like, yeah, I'm going to do the mask. They're like, okay, here you go. Mask time. And it's like super painful, pretty terrible experience. Um, they, They've they been wanted this whole time, right? I think so. Yeah. Why did it take him this long to do the mask?
0: Yeah, or you, you mean it would have just been convenient to do this earlier?
1: Yeah, like, hey, we bought this cool mask. It changes how you look. Cassius, you're super recognizable and... <laughs> uh you know potentially gonna give up the game if anybody recognizes you so you want to just do it now you want to just hit this mask action (laughs) dan he's he's really hot (laughs) i mean yeah he is really hot i did think about this i did think about this and my solution to this is just Why couldn't they pick a hot face for the mask? (laughs)
0: Okay, this is where
1: where I was going too. It's like, yeah, just be be a different hot. Like you can still be hot, (laughs) right? Like just have a different hot face for, and it doesn't need to be permanent, right? Like it sounds like this is potentially reversible.
0: Just be maybe I don't know.
1: See what different hot is
0: like for a little while, Cassius. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's a valid point for sure um i i assume they have some software that it's like it's like a snapchat filter and you're just like swiping or is it instagram filters now anyway you're just like swiping be like oh, i don't love that face i don't love that face that's pretty nice and then you right. just pick it and that's what the mask does
1: yeah maybe that feels right to me i mean <sighs> I think Cassius is just still too a little too prideful and vain, you know, mm. where he's Certainly, like, yeah, he's like, man, I am so hot. And who am <laughs> I to mess with what God gave me? God and like, it's true, you know, this society, this super unequal society where I got a lot of money and that's, you know, <laughs> that's just my birthright
0: to look hot. That's right. That's right
1: cause they've been they've been fugitives for so long. They're lying about who they are 10 years, yeah.
0: <sighs> Change your face, man. Change your face. You know I don't I don't think you have to go that drastic even. I don't know. You could just be a different gold, right? Yeah. <sighs> I have a mohawk now. I am mohawk guy now. I'm not
1: Cassius. <laughs> Cassius never had a sweet mohawk.
0: <laughs> Cassius Cassius would never wear a mohawk. What do you, you think I'm cat no? You out of your mind?
1: You remember Cassius's beautiful golden locks? Yes, my <laughs> mohawk is blonde. No, I am not Cassius. <laughs> I've told you that he doesn't have a mohawk.
0: <laughs> I think it would work. I think it would work. I
1: think I should have tried it. Maybe actually,
0: for sure, for sure. Um, on 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 this, uh, Lysander. mm Hmm. It's I think we're too new on him for me to really have a strong opinion yet oh i've got Um, one already oh do you okay bad don't like him (laughs) i don't like him i think he's a bit of is it a gut feeling he's kind of fash he's kind of he's kind of fascist the word that you oh okay (laughs) they all are
1: though okay this is fair but he is like i don't know he hears there's a gold he goes to a room with a bunch of people in it, and instead of trying to help anybody, he's like, Man, I gotta find that gold. They're You're just, you know, more valuable than you. <laughs> no. Right. <laughs> right, that one was particularly egregious, for sure. And what's kind of annoying about this, too, is, like, <laughs> he's proven right. <laughs> I kind of hate it. I kind of hate that he's, like, the one gold he saves turns out to be, like, super important and, like, potentially saves them
0: in the end. Yeah. Well, okay, I'll... In terms of saving them, they wouldn't need saving if he didn't do this. Um, Sure. I think. (laughs) But imagine if instead of the gold, he
1: freed, like, ten blues and an orange, and they got back Mm. to the ship, and they were like, oh, we can actually... With our skills we can pilot this ship much better and like we'll also be able to escape just fine.
0: Yeah, that'd be sweet. That'd be awesome. But instead he's like no no, no the gold they're valuable. <sighs> it's a tough luck. It's certainly a tough luck. I don't know. I I'm honestly a little bit worried about the series as a whole. <laughs> based on these types of things uh uh-huh. um i'm hoping i'm hoping we get a pivot
1: i mean yeah so the one red that we're hearing from feels like it's gonna give us our pivot mm-hmm. it feels like she and i'm i'm holding like i want darrow to turn things around a little bit there's a little tiny piece of me that's thinking like, yeah, maybe Darrow actually is this is part of a bigger plan Darrow's doing. Where mm. he's not actually kind of a tyrant who's going on a war path, but he's like gonna do something way cooler than just trying to murder <laughs> someone. It's very optimistic. And he's like he just told them that's what he was gonna do so they'd come along for the ride. Um he's doing a little a little double cross. Maybe not a double cross, but like Hey, once we get there, me and the Ash Lord, uh, we're going to play FIFA to see who wins. I'm going to challenge him to a game of FIFA.
0: Isn't that? Wouldn't that be nice?
1: And, uh, and you know, maybe we'll have a brew, talk about it. That's what mm-hmm. we're going to do. Because mm-hmm. mm, I just, it's tough even just squaring. And I'm, we're going to get back to talking to Darrow because for some reason we got back here. Um, <laughs> it's tough to square the previous Darrow that I knew. With this guy. Yes. Previous Darrow feels like, like Darrow 10 years ago felt like he understood the political situation.
0: Well, the thing is, I think that 10 years ago, the political situation was much simpler.
1: Okay. Okay. This is fair. But I just like, do you remember the first scene with Darrow and Dancer where Dancer is like, Doing the little card trick to see how good Darrow's natural like lateral thinking skills were.
0: Yes. Where's the lateral? Eats, I think he eats. He the... eats the card.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Where are the lateral thinking skills here, Darrow? Let's let's maybe pursue the less obvious solution that will result in a good outcome. Mm. I don't mm-hmm. I don't see that anymore. I'm not seeing the like, and we're still early. That's what I'm saying. A piece of me is like maybe.
0: Maybe we've got this it's coming. I mean, that was the vibe of like a lot of previous books. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That would. this is the exact way that the third book ended. Where it was this crazy plan that seemed like it was going one way uh that turned out to be actually like well thought out in a in a in a little trick that Darrow thought up. So maybe may I dunno, maybe I shouldn't be criticizing you for your optimism here
1: i again it's a very small part of me i don't know i don't trust darrow at this point
0: (laughs) right right especially he's like keeping this from his wife oh gross (laughs) he's like no it's it's really good of me to actually keep it from her because now that she doesn't know she can't be prosecuted for this
1: for this thing that is terrible, for this thing that she would probably have counseled me not to do, right, right, but, you know, I just said I would marry her. I didn't say I would you know trust her or listen to her counsel or think she was smart
0: <laughs> in any way. I don't know. Come back, come back, old Darrow.
1: Hey, we'll see. Maybe he never left. Maybe this is all a big a big thing, a big joke. we'll see i guess we'll see the other thing about this uh, this is the last thing that i want to say about darrow all right when he gathers all his howlers together and he's like i don't know which of these folks i can trust and then he's like hey so here's what's going on there is an extended like what i imagine is a 10 or 15 minute discussion among the howlers That's essentially open treason where they're like, hey, Darrow, just like, let's go storm the Senate. We'll kill them all. And then you can install whoever you want. And they're like spitballing this. And Darrow's just sitting there. Right. Darrow. No. Why? How is Darrow letting this like open treason be discussed for this long before he's like, oh, my obsidian friend Sefi is getting mad. I should stop this
0: no darrow right right the cor- the correct way for this to have gone was to be like all right the reason that i let you guys talk this out so long is because i'm kicking everyone out of the club that <laughs> wanted They wanted to storm the capital
1: and this this is kind of my theory actually with this is that He was doing this to try and figure out who ratted on him, like who he can trust in a way. Because I couldn't see any other reason why Dara was just letting this discussion unfold. Unless he was potentially like, hey, maybe they could do this. Like maybe everybody would be on board with this and we can do that. That's the only reason I could think of why he was like letting it play out.
0: Yeah, I mean, so th- there there are just some like little, I don't know, hints of him doing something sneaky. The like when you say he's seems to be trying to find a way to figure out who uh, who told the dancer or whatever, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is giving me I don't know a little bit of hope along with you. It's but, <sighs> but yeah, the how the howlers. We got to, we got to rein it in.
1: The Howlers and Darrow sound terrible right now. And it's got me so bummed.
0: They do sound really bad. They sound really bad. Yeah. If this recording came out, it would be like, oh, (laughs) you're out. You're completely out. (laughs) Right. Like, go, go elsewhere.
1: Go to the rim. We don't want you here.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Tear down the monuments.
0: Except for, except for Holiday. We love Holiday.
1: Yeah, holiday can stay
0: and seffy seffy's cool too seffy's Sefie seems to be maybe cool i guess
1: all right last little small note i have like mm-hmm. at one point the duke of hands calls out to the obsidian who's been helping him and he's like oh you owe me a diamond the obsidian pulls out a pretty large sized diamond and hands it over and i think the implication here is that it's valuable. I would assume so. I feel like no. I feel like in <laughs> I feel like this far in the future, diamond is such a cheap
0: material. I see. You're saying you're saying lab-grown diamonds have come to the point where they're like just so cheap. Yeah,
1: like the raw material of a diamond is one of the most common elements in the freaking galaxy. And like if it, if all it takes is like energy to create it at this point, we're traveling from like Jupiter to the to like Earth. We have control of so much energy, it's so easy to make a diamond.
0: Ooh, This is a good point. We're not
1: mining diamonds anymore. Like we are just, oh yeah, let's make a diamond today.
0: Well, I will I there's for sure a market for mined diamonds. Yeah, but th- okay, Luke, among those sadistic golds sure
1: but i imagine even the counterfeit market would be so good at this point that the, the actual mind market would be useless would be like
0: gone <laughs> do you know what i mean right. this is this is an interesting point because the things that are valuable are likely completely different in this world than they would be in ours
1: Right. So maybe this diamond isn't really that valuable. Maybe this is
0: just like a. Right. It's it's one of those casual bets where you're like, hey, I bet you a quarter that you can't you can't touch that sign. Right. Exactly. Um.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what this was. It was like the equivalent of a quarter, like not even worth a credit transfer, not even worth a Venmo transaction. Just like right. what what change do I have in my pocket?
0: i think i think this is true i think this is true yeah um man what a world
1: Mm. streets are paved in diamond my friend
0: they should be why not you know why not i agree with you no
1: more maintenance
0: okay well you have some other issues i think but i don't know i don't know (laughs) (laughs) a lot of reflection i'm hearing (laughs) poor visibility perhaps
1: not great traction control probably um but who's driving in this day and age i mean it's all what
0: yeah what are you talking about like there's no roads (laughs) the base of luna which is like 500 meters below anyone no one's seen it in years except for like the very poorest it's just like pure diamond (laughs) It could it could be yeah maybe be.
1: that was the first thing they no did. One knows. <laughs> anyway, um, speaking of diamonds, Luke, I'm hoping that Darrow gets put under pressure and a diamond pops out.
0: Ooh, nice! I that's
1: that's what I'm holding that hope for in this second third of the book. Um, yes, second, I third, I do think. If we, if we get a turn in Darrow, it's going to come near the end because that seems to have been the pacing. So even if we don't get that turn here, I'm going to be looking for clues. I'm going to be putting together some, theory, okay. putting together some theories, maybe. Okay. It's exciting. And I'm definitely going to be coming up with hot takes. And both of us are going to be dumb nerds.